how are you feeling right now? And what's your mood? What impacts your mood? Is it perhaps looking at your phone too much? Are you perhaps on Twitter, maybe on other social media sites and you're scrolling through and the news is nothing but bad? I think it has an impact on all of us. What does it actually do to our brain, though? Theconversation.com has an interesting article about the science behind doom scrolling and what it does to our gray matter. And I'm joined by one of the authors of that article. Barbara Sahakian is a professor of clinical neuropsychology at the University of Cambridge. Welcome. Thank you. Tell me what actually happens to our brain when we are staring at that little screen and reading all those little bits of information. Well, the thing is, it's kind of doom scrolling that people do where they keep looking at, you know, negative information over and over again. We've been a bit trained to do that with the COVID-19 pandemic because many people wanted to get information. They were very anxious about what might happen. And now we seem to have more bad news about, you know, we're always worried about the environment and, and the kind of climate crisis. But on top of that, now we have obviously conflicts going on, which challenge the global security. All that stress, it's like a serious chronic stress for a long period of time, um, actually affects the hippocampus in your brain. And so it, it makes it very difficult to maybe learn and remember things. Um, also, you can have your attention affected by just focusing on this negative information. And so you're distracted and or you get locked into these negative thoughts. And that's very bad for you, too, because it affects you emotionally. You know, you you don't have a good sense of well-being when you're finished with that. I, I sometimes talk about it like if you watch a if you watch a sort of very negative, tragic film and there's very sad music that kind of sets you in this mood and it changes the way your brain is. Whereas if you're watching something upbeat and fun and you have, um, you know, bumpy music that's really cheery, you sort of, it makes you want to dance around the room. It changes your mood and makes you very positive about things. And, and it's more or less what cognitive behavioral therapy does. It sort of shifts your way of thinking, your cognitive thought onto positive material away from negative or anxious material so, so that you're not depressed or anxious. What does the science say about what the modes of information that we've developed over the last 15 years with smartphones and with social media? I mean, what is it doing to our brains? Is it rewiring it in some way? Well, it's certainly training us to be more distractible. So most people can't ignore their phones or they just get trapped into looking at things on the computer. So they read something and then, you know, the, the, maybe something comes up that's related to it and they read that and they, they either get down this very small channel of information where, you know, sometimes if it's sad or negative, it, it puts you in a, a really stressful mood and, and very, you know, sad. Or what happens is things keep coming in from different ways. You get pinging on your phone or your computer and people keep looking at it. So they can't focus on a big goal that maybe they have to do at work and concentrate to get that done. They keep getting interrupted basically. And there's been really interesting experiments on this where people have um, actually looked at what happens when you have to read a paragraph and then make a, and then maybe be assessed on that paragraph. Uh, the people who keep getting messages, bombarded with messages, do much more poorly on being able to remember the content of the paragraph and answer questions on it. 
Is there research that suggests this multitasking and, and this distraction has a, a long-term adverse impact on our brain, perhaps for dementia? Well, certainly, um, I don't think anybody's really linked it to dementia as yet. But what right. they have done is maybe it's more akin to what you might think about as attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Right. Because this distractibility is almost being trained in us to keep you know, looking at our phones or, you know, has another message coming on as an email and, and that sort of thing. So rather than get down and get in the flow and focus and achieve a big goal, we keep doing these little bits, bits of um, looking at our phone, maybe responding to an email, then coming back and, and all this disruption. It's, it's a bit more like what happens with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Uh, it's fascinating stuff. And it's a, I've got up a brave new world, if you will, when we uh, <laughs> talk about the information overflow. Uh, Dr. Sahakian, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Alan. Barbara Sahakian is a professor of clinical neuropsychology at the University of Cambridge.